From Yoga Ayurveda Living, I'm Kelly Marie Mills. This is The Dosha Life, a podcast for wellness seekers, curators of happiness, and lovers of healthy living. Here, each series will have six episodes. This is Series 1, all about Ayurveda. Ayurveda is the younger sister science of yoga. Welcome to my happy place. You're at Balance Your Dosha. Just coming into um, a little bit deeper now, I know the introductions to the doshas could have been a little bit confusing, but um, it does get easier. And even if you listen to them again, each podcast will get a little bit better because I'm learning more and more about how to judge the podcast. But it's all about balance, isn't it? So this podcast is thankfully um, on balance. And, and what I was thinking about was that balance is like the holy grail of life. You know, isn't, isn't it what we're all seeking? We're all seeking some type of balance. And every time I see something about yoga or health or wellness or Ayurveda, that holy grail shows up every single time. You will get balance here, find peace here. This is it. And to be honest, I haven't strayed very far from books on yoga or Ayurveda or meditation and philosophy. So my field of vision is quite blinkered since COVID-19. But what I do know is that many, many people are seeking balance and they're seeking balance through alternative medicines. And what we tend to forget that balance is waiting to be found too. Balance. Webster Dictionary says balance is a state where things are of equal weight or force. Ayurveda helps to give us signs of balance and imbalance, but the key is, are you listening or are you even ready to hear them? I know that I really struggle in the daytime to drink water. I actually have to get a drink now. I don't know, it's like I'm sitting doing my work and then I'm like, oh, I'm getting really thirsty. I'll do that in a moment. That will stop my flow. And it's like, yeah, but I'll be super thirsty later and it'll be kind of late. You know, I have this discerning mind that keeps coming in, but I still, some part of me just wants to ignore it. So it's a bit like that. Are we ready to really listen and act upon it? Wanting balance and being able to keep balance are two sides of one pole. But the dosha life of vata will give us a balanced captain. Bringing correct functions of the body, that means no more excess fatigue or forgetfulness. Bringing regularity, warmth. Our movements will be paced and less fractured. Correct breathing, balanced breathing, amazing. I kind of forget what that is when I'm on the computer a lot. And because vatas tend to rush around a lot, they forget to breathe better and they also forget to listen to their thirst, aka me. And also we find better equilibrium because we are in balance and our coordination comes easier. So for me, that means my yoga practice feels better. But that's just a few bits about the body, how it will look when it's balanced. But our mind in vata balance is the enthusiasm, creativity, and the inspiration. Our ideas become really clear 
And that means that the creativity is no longer confused or mixed up with other ideas. So it's kind of laid out a little bit better. And yes, there is a but because the way to stability for Vata is regularity. You have to have everything regular in your life. You have to bring steadiness to your life and calm. And if you were listening to the introduction to the Kapha Dosha, a lot of those elements actually came in nature. I was talking about going in nature. And nature actually brings that to the Kapha Dosha, so it actually also oozes into the Vata Dosha. Again, it's this idea as if you were looking after a baby, this is how you would care for Vata Dosha. You would actually do everything to create slower movement, more rocking, more light singing, soothing, nourishing, slow it down. And it really needs a little bit of good mothering. The dosha life of pitta will give us correct functions of our digestion. And that means no more indigestion or burning. So, you know, that heartburn sort of sensation. Um, our internal thermostat will be completely balanced, so no hot flashes or no um, cold hands or feet. Our eyesight will be good. Our appetite for life and for food will be balanced so that we're not starving one minute and then hungry an hour later, but that we're having our three meals a day. We don't really need to snack because we're sleeping at the right time and you know we're doing everything regularly. So this helps to balance everything as well. And most especially in our mind, our, the perception becomes stronger and we develop better brain power. So pitta see and seek for clear judgment and discernment. And all of that leads to clarity, especially when they're balanced. The dofa, dosha life with pitta needs to create a cool space and they need to have a moderate pace. They do tend to really push themselves and they're in overdrive a good bit. So there should be no pressure and no competition. They don't need to be the best, and they need to be reminded of this regularly. And most of all, if they're surrounded by loving kindness from others and a sense of their needs being met through kindness and compassion, this will soothe them. And even if their food is less colorful and more neutral with nice salads, having about 20% of raw food diet for a pizza type is really good for them because their digestion is hotter than the other two doshas. And one thing that's particular for pizza to keep them balanced is that they really shouldn't have people around them that are incompetent. <laughs> it drives them nuts. It just really gets their pizza so high if they're incompetent. Or if someone makes a mistake, you just see them get, you know, like, wah! So... <laughs> I have a little funny smiley face for that. So the dosha life of Kappa will give us stability in body and mind, um, in that deep stability of Mother Earth. There's no more feelings of weakness, of tiredness, no sadness or mild depressions, no highs or lows, you know, these rocking highs and lows. And they, the Kapha Dosha offers lubrication for every single cell, every organ, every thought, you know, because if our mind dries up, we're leading into all of those vata mind problems. So we need the nourishment and we need, that's why we need to drink regularly for vata dosha is to keep everything fluid. 
with, for joint fluidity, but also the fluids of the kapha dosha. This kapha dosha gives us the qualities of calm and patience and contentment. Both of those soothe vata and pitta, but really pitta needs this patience and contentment. The dosha life with kapha needs to create, be created by stimulation for the body, which also includes stimulation for the mind. And this means we need to bring heat to the kapha dosha, warming them up and stimulating the mind. And it needs to be something that kapha enjoys so that they just don't retreat. Some kind of activity, because they are natural athletes with strong endurance, and their nutrition needs to be light and moderate and regular. And their sweetness, what we're talking about, if if they're saying they want something sweet, because they, they are sweet themselves because of the earthy nature of them, they're not actually looking for sugar like refined sugar, because refined sugar has no benefits in the body. It only has a destructive element in it. But the sweetness is more like the rices and grains or fruits the lighter foods, and the kapha doshas, they can have a little bit of honey, but we try and steer them away from the sweetness because they are already very sweet, and that's why their nature is calm and loving and patient. And this light food that they require, it's like you're giving them um, warming foods like couscous and then salad or You know, it's just to keep them nourished, but they don't need that sense of overeating to fill their digestion. It's just that we need to keep them supported correctly. So the dosha life is really a direction and not a rule book. The doshas are an overall layout plan. Each has their own unique and vital components for our overall daily routine. And if you took away one dosha, the other's just can't survive. The dosha life you lead is really unique and you are a different blend of the doshas than anyone else, even if you have a twin. Twins remain different because of Vata and her vayus. Her vayus are the flagmen of her life and we'll get into that later, but Vata is breath and breathing and although there might be identical twins, They can be identical, but they still have their own unique breath and way of breathing. And so that actually differentiates how they receive prana. And so they will still be different. As much as balance is the desired outcome of Ayurveda, life happens. And Ayurveda tries to prepare us to manage imbalance when it arrives. And it is the prevention which is better than the cure. So Ayurveda uses yoga as one of the things to help keep us prepared to manage imbalances when they do arrive. And so the next podcast is about Ayurveda and yoga combining in that sense. The doshas don't fare very well when excess of itself or other doshas becomes dominant. Ayurveda gives us guides on the doshas specific imbalances. But what I would like to try and point out to you, because it's in relation to the next podcast, is that once you learn about the imbalances, you can't really unlearn it. You're going to start to notice it. And just through the awareness of the elements moving through your body, you're going to start recognizing things. 
So I feel like once you learn about how to see the imbalances, how to see the doshas, that there's a little door opened and at some stage you'll wonder where you remembered it from. There are three stages of balance that we feel for each dosha. Doshas have to change in order to keep up with the program. Just like the ocean, it is a constant ebb and flow and more or less than they have stillness. So the aggravation of the doshas is really normal, but what we don't want is them going beyond the aggravation. They have to follow into alleviation. Otherwise, they're moving into the dark side, into Mordor. So how it goes is that we begin with the accumulation, and that's sort of like, say it starts with pain. Everyone's had pain at some stage, any sort of pain. And something sets the pain off, like you bump your arm really badly and you feel it's so sore that you know there's going to be a bruise there. And a few hours later, you hit the exact same spot and that sets off a really fast aggravation of the first bruise. And within an hour, there's a huge lump, whereas before it was only a slight scratch and tender, but it was definitely the same spot as the first bump. To alleviate the bruise, we need to let the arm be free from harm so that it can go through the correct stages of healing. And this is the alleviation stage. So you've had the accumulation where the bump began and then the aggravation where we hit it again and then we have to look after it and that's the alleviation. So if it was to get worse, we'd probably hit it again another time and then that would create some sort of bursting of blood vessels and then it could, you know, become like a really bad blood blister. Blood bl- oh, that's a really hard tongue twister. So that we so what we don't want, we wanted to stay from aggravation into alleviation and not deviate out of that sequence of three: accumulation, aggravation, and alleviation. So it's a cycle. It's a natural rhythm. It is your natural rhythm of your dosha's balance, and the natural rhythm. It really is only you who can find out. If you listen to the earlier podcast to learn more about each dosha and try just a few of the ideas and know what works and what doesn't work. And most of all, what's vital for each dosha is timing. What time are you hungry? What time are you sleepy? What time do you go to bed? What time do you wake in the middle of the night if you do? What are your... When is your best memory in the day? What times are you feeling you have a slump? What time do you need to use the loo? What is creating your lack of hunger? What's creating your hunger? All of these self-inquiry questions. It's just one small way that our yoga practice can come in and guide us into understanding the process of Ayurveda. So self-study is a huge part of yoga. And like I was saying in the last podcast, that I love saying that this is the time that you can actually drive your own bus into health. And today we're going to finish with a little pause, a little intention. And if anything I've given you today If you feel it resonates with you, then just using that and letting everything else relax away. There's no need to retain anything. 
I just want to give out information that might inspire people to look around the corner and see what else they can find in their life that will feed them and resource them. And Ayurveda did that for me, and I'm very grateful. So if you want to give a review or give a like, and I'm on Instagram as The Dosha Life and Facebook too. Thank you so much. Pausing for balance. Breathing in and breathing out. And then if we can move our belly as well as we breathe. Breathing in and breathing out. And then letting your eyes close really simply. That there's nothing more to do right now, only to sit in the balance of your doshas. And maybe you feel that you're not in balance, but your doshas have their own quiet balance. And yes, they can become disrupted. And there are ways that we can work with it. The trusting, the process, and trusting that we can't do everything all at once. The things that stay are the things that take their time. And then finding an intention for the dosha you feel is most bothersome for you. Maybe it's vata and the overactive mind or anxiety. Maybe it's pitta and the goal-orientated frustrations can arrive. And maybe it's kapha, hard to get energized, maybe feeling a bit dull. or maybe wanting to feel a bit brighter. So bringing attention to one of these doshas, and then we're going to visualize the tool that will help. So for kapha, we're going to motivate kapha, writing down an activity that will heat them up. We're visualizing them doing an activity that will heat them up five days a week, five days a week of getting warm for 30 minutes every day. And for Pitta, we need to lay down on the earth and slow down for 12 minutes every day, playing any music that is soothing and not heavy metal. And for Vata, Vata, you're going to create regularity. Regularity in your meals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Breathing in and breathing out. Visualizing your doshas, managing this, 
or at least setting the seed of going on an Ayurvedic journey. Small, simple, but true. Thank you, everyone, and may you go gently. The Dosha Life Meditations are on Mondays. Relaxations are on Fridays. Podcast subject series are Tuesdays, and the guests will be announced in advance. If you want to keep up to date with these podcasts, click subscribe to receive all the bits and bobs each week. Everyone loves to get a good review. I really do. And a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts because it helps others investigate this podcast or the podcasts that you recommend. Like the bear in the big blue house says, the bear's three favorite words are breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So he knows how to look after his dosha life. It's time for my breakfast. May we all go gently and chat to you in the next episode. Bye for now.